This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum. Hello, Allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Sharjah is taking its passion for the performing arts to a new level with the opening of the Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. It's already opened up admissions for the first batch of students in its three programs for bachelor's degrees in acting, musical theatre and production for the coming academic year. You're about to meet Peter Barlow, the executive director of Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. He'll be talking why the region needs the SPAA, the talent and the programs that they're offering and so much more. Be part of the conversation. You can text us on 4215 or get us at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. It is Live Beats here on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Live Beats podcast. Live Beats. Live Beats. With Sally Musa only on Pulse95. 95. The Sharjah Performing Arts Academy is set to become the leading educational institution in the region to nurture talent through quality undergraduate and graduate degree programs in acting, musical theatre and production arts. And the man heading it all up is a veteran of the industry. Professor Peter Barlow has been teaching and training actors, performance and technicians for more than 30 years at prestigious drama and dance schools in the UK. US, Norway and Italy. He was chair of the Conference of Drama Schools and Olivier Award professional judge, a judge for short film competitions and festivals in the UK and the US. He's an accomplished director and teacher of acting and has spoken at conferences on musical theatre in Seoul, Beijing, London, Oslo and New York and has taught acting and directed musicals not only in English but in Norwegian and Italian as well. Peter Valo, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So fabulous to have you. Now, uh, Peter, these are incredibly exciting times uh, for us in Sharjah because uh, the cultural capital of the UAE, as it really is, has always had a a very deep love of the performing arts. uh, But now that's being taken to a whole new level with the Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. Now, talk to us about how this all started, how you came to be involved. How this all started was with the vision, of course, of the ruler, His Highness um, Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al Qasimi. Uh, it's his, it's his vision, his dream, to create an academy uh, that trains and teaches professional performers and technicians and production people uh, in in theatre. Uh, I I know he's had this vision for a very long time, and now. Uh, he invited me over here to help him realize that uh, by building this academy from from scratch. Uh, he's provided the most amazing building for it to take place in. And, it looks gorgeous. Uh, I've seen yeah. it from the outside, have not been inside. Oh. But, but kind of take us through it. Take okay. us you know, through what, what's involved here. Well, we have um, 12 teaching studios um, uh, and 12 large studios for teaching acting, dance, uh, and for rehearsing in. There's uh, a library, gymnasium, cafe, two main theatres. There's a 432-seat main stage. Fantastic 
beautiful stage. World class. We're talking about world class facilities here that have been built. Absolutely. And will be ready for September. We'll be ready for September. Well, they're they're almost ready now. We're just, uh, like all new buildings, we're going through a, a snagging process. Uh, but the building itself is ready. Um, if people want to come and have a look, most welcome to come and have a look around. It's fine. Um, just drop in. Come and see us. Talk to us about, you know, you're bringing your vast and incredible experience and passion uh, for the performing arts to Sharjah, uh, to the UAE. From what you've seen, uh, you know, all over the world, um, and, and you have taught some incredible students who are in some of the world's greatest productions at the moment. They're currently performing <clears throat> as we speak. Uh, you know, uh, talk to us about the vision here in this particular Performing Arts Academy and how that compares to to what you've seen, who you've taught, you know, uh, elsewhere. Well, obviously, this is a brand new idea for this region. There's nothing like it in the region. In, and I'm talking about the whole of the Middle East, North African region region. Uh, obviously, there are academies. There are, there are arts academies and drama academies um, where the, the language of instruction is Arabic. Mm. So we're bringing, uh, um, if, if you like, the experience and the, uh, uh, and the, the training rigors that, that is uh, in the UK to this region. And part of the reason for that is because if you're going to be a professional performer, you have to be so determined, so um, so passionate, uh, I'm gonna use that word, passionate, mm. about, uh, about theater, about film, about television, about performing. Um, it, uh, internationally, I think, mm. it's important to, to say that. Um, and, and obviously the tradition here is very much that, that theatre is a pastime. Yes. That, uh, um, that performers uh, do this as a hobby, if you like, or theatre is, is a hobby, something to do when you're not doing your day job. Yes. Um, but we're, uh, we're hoping to train those people who perhaps have seen what theatre can do and seen how, uh, how it can transform lives and how it has an impact on other people um, and we're hoping to train people to be able to sustain um, a career in the performing arts you hit on something that's uh, really vital there because um, I think it's imp- important for people to understand. You know, uh, I, I've talked a, a little bit before about how, you know, we were in London over the aid break. We got to see Hamilton. We got to see Matilda, two of the greatest productions on the West End currently at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's extraordinary. It is unbelievable to think that these same people do put on this production perform like this at this level eight times a week you know every week and and this is what they do daily what they put out on the stage it's like they put everything out onto the stage every single time because every time somebody goes in there they had to have to feel it they have to feel the characters they have to feel the story they have to get lost in it and forget that they're watching actors what Mm -hmm. does it take to be at Mm -hmm. that level peter well uh you uh, the audience you're paying aren't you? You're mm. paying um, significant amounts of money to see people on stage. Mm. So they have, to, um, they have to make sure that that, perform- that performance is like the first time that they've ever done that. They've, it's the first time. And it has to be fresh and alive and vibrant. 
Uh, and in order to do that, you have to have extraordinary d- discipline, extraordinary skills, uh, and extraordinary stamina. And those are, um, you, can't, you can't just magic those things up uh, out of thin air and dream about doing it. You actually have to go through a process of training people how to use their voice effectively, how to use their bodies effectively, uh, and how to maintain that. Mm-hmm. over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Most, um, most professional performers in the West End, they're on a, on a year's contract minimum. Um, so they will, for a year, do eight shows a week, every day. They have to get up, they have to warm up, they have to rehearse, uh, and then they have to get in front of that audience every night and deliver 100%. Um, and that takes, uh, that takes training, uh, and it takes a kind of... Uh, a special kind of mind, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. It really is mesmerizing. You know, you cannot make a mistake. It is live. It is there. You cannot miss a beat, you know, mm-hmm. when you're in a musical. Yeah. And you've taught, you've, you said to me, Alfair, that you that a lot of these are actually, they used to be your students, those performers who were on the stage as well. That's right. Yeah. Who stands yes. out to you when you, you know, when you're a teacher what, what kind of a student really stands out to you that you think he or she is going to go far? Okay. It, it, I think it takes, um, it take, takes several things. Um, uh, you know, people talk about talent, and I think that, you, that word is, is kind of used quite, quite loosely. Uh, and I see talent, if, if you like, as a combination of, of many things. Mm. Um, it's, it's an ability to... Um, be able to to not care about what people think about you right that's important and that might make sound strange but if you think about it you have to be on stage as somebody else as some other life and so you have to have that ability to to forget who you are in order to be somebody else um you need you need an extraordinary determination uh, like an Olympic athlete, you need to be able to think about how you discipline your life and how you train to be able to have the skills to use your voice effectively and to use your body effectively. I've said that before. Um, really important. And the most important aspect of all of it is imagination, mm. is being able to imagine yourself in different circumstances. Uh, and yeah, we can all imagine things. But to actually then put that into practice is a special skill. Because it's one thing to, to recite a set of lines, even if you do it well. Yeah. But it's a whole other skill to be able to make people to forget yeah. they're watching, you know, Peter and, and to think that they're watching, you know, somebody else completely different. Well, when you go to the theater or when you watch films, you don't want to see somebody um, up there. And, and you don't want to be going, well, I don't really believe that they are who they say they are or they're in this circumstances that they say they're in. You, mm. don't, you don't want to be saying that because if you do that, you lose the illusion mm. uh, and you lose, the, um, you, you lose that moment of where you can suspend your disbelief and enter into the world that the actor, the performers, the theatre makers, the filmmakers are making for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to come back in just a moment, Peter, and uh, go into a bit more depth about the different programs that you're going to be offering, mm-hmm. uh, which is incredibly exciting. Like you said, this is the first time in the region that these are going to be offered in English as well. Uh, and uh, so we're incredibly excited. There's a lot to talk about uh, here.
here with Peter Barlow. He is the executive director of the Shard Performing Arts Academy. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. We're talking the new Sharjah Performing Arts Academy with Peter Baller, the Executive Director. Uh, Peter, let's kind of go into uh, the programs that are on offer at uh, the moment for the coming academic year. Mm. Uh, You've got uh, acting, musical theatre and production. So talk us through uh, each program and and what's involved. Okay. Mm. Well, let's start with the acting program. Obviously, what we're we're looking at here is, is training people to be professional actors Mm. people who will go on and um, work we hope in television and film and theater Mm. Um, the programs are four years long Uh, we're working where we hope to be working with students particularly on developing their vocal skills developing their um, their physical skills so their ability to be able to um, take on different styles and different characters mm. yeah really important but also we'll be looking at how you work in different mediums so we'll be looking at how you work on television how you work on film how you work on the stage and uh, perhaps even how you work on radio because uh, um, recorded drama is is something that uh, used to happen quite a lot in the UK it still happens a bit but is something that that I think has has great value because if you only have your voice and you're trying to create a world with just your voice, um, that's that's a particular skill. I love that. I love that you yeah. talk about, you know, radio theater as well, because, yeah, yeah like you said, uh, even here in the Middle East, you know, in, in the Arabic tradition, mm. uh, radio theater was really something. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, 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 telling of oral stories is, is part of mm. Arab culture and how you do that is so Absolutely. important every yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, but this is incredible, you know, because it's not just acting in, in one uh, area. It's no. trans- transferable across all of these different areas isn't it yeah absolutely and and you picked up on something there the storytelling Mm. is critical uh, and the ability to be able to be involved in that process of storytelling that's what we do we're we're um we create stories physically uh, and um uh, you know and we create live stories on stage Mm. that's that's what performers do that's what theatre makers do. And it's interesting because, you know, the the skills that you're teaching here, they're not just skills for actors, actually. Being able to tell a story, to communicate, to show empathy with your audience, to connect with people like that is something incredibly special, incredibly important, no matter what field you're in, isn't it? Well, I think that runs across all of our programs. The Actors, uh, performers, uh, technicians, production um, staff, uh, designers, directors, choreographers, they all have incredible what I would call transferable skills Mm. because they're creative people. They're people who um, think outside the box. They're people who use their imagination to solve problems. Uh, and theater and working in theater and film and television teaches you how to solve problems and how to solve problems creatively, which makes you then uh, an innovator. 
somebody who um, is able to innovate new ideas. Uh, and I think that one of the things that I would say about training as a, uh, within an academy like ours is that when you leave, you don't just have the skills of a professional performer or a professional production or technical uh, person. What you have is you have these in this incredible wealth of transferable skills which allows you to um, work in any environment. You said before that some of your students are, you know, that they haven't gone into acting, they've yeah. gone into other fields, but yeah. have taken those skills with them. Absolutely. As well. I, have, um, I have graduates of uh, drama schools that I've worked in who are now um, doctors, um, teachers, um, psychologists, uh, um, landscape gardeners. Um, all sorts <laughs> of different roles where they've where they've taken their um, training and they've and they've used it in, in entirely different fields. Yeah, even exactly. engineers. Exactly, yeah. and you know what's interesting? Um, uh, we talk about role play and storytelling. You know, as as a medium. Uh, in other fields as well, like psychology, like teaching, mm -hmm. where um, actually to teach, you know, in psychology to, to reach people who are, you know, maybe going through uh, a, a certain condition or whatever it is, you actually need those skills to kind of, um, you know, to bring across ideas and, and to start whole yeah. new conversations. Absolutely. And take people out of their comfort zone in a way that they are comfortable, still comfortable with. Absolutely. Uh, at a drama school I used to run in the UK, we um, we used to supply the health service with students um, who would role play patients for doctors. Uh, and that would help the, the doctors learn about how they get information from students, uh, from, from patients. Mm. Um, and also we used to do that with the police force as well. Is, uh, is do role plays for the police so that they could learn about how they handle people who might be charged or people who might be arrested. It's interesting, yeah. very interesting. Uh, I feel like next level from acting, I might be wrong, but musical theatre, oh, I feel yeah. like <laughs> you've got to, you know, those who yeah. have that, you know, the, 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 the triple threat, if you like, yeah. being yeah. able to sing and dance and act. Absolutely. That's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, and that's... If if actors are the the kind of the bedrock of of film and television, musical theatre performers are the bedrock of of theatre because they have those additional skills. They have that ability to be able to sing beautifully, to dance and move, um, to, you know, in, in, with grace uh, on the stage. And I think uh, absolutely the amount of time and effort that has to go into the training, and I'm going to say that, rather than the education, the training, yes. the discipline, the, the, the repetition, day in, day out. Just in like order an athlete, to get just like Absolutely like yeah. athletes, like Olympic athletes. You know, the people who go to drama school, are, if, if you like, they're the Olympians of the performing arts world. They're the people who come out with the best, the, the top skills. And, and it's what you want. I mean, you wouldn't uh, go to an international football match and watch people who, um, who've never played football before. Exactly. <laughs> or, yeah. that are, or, you know, or you wouldn't go and you wouldn't go to, uh, 
you know, to a music concert yeah. and uh, with with people who, who can't play the instrument. And that's the thing. When you yeah. watch a musical, for example, oftentimes you'll have the same actor playing different parts. Mm-hmm. At the drop of a hat, they go from being one person to, to another, yeah. ha- do quick costume changes, you know, suddenly dancing and, and suddenly, the, you know, moving into a ballad or whatever it is. It is incredible to watch. Absolutely. Uh, and also there's there's performers in musical theatre who, who, if you go to musicals, and mm. don't forget, think that uh, Dubai Opera have musicals now coming here. Yes. And we're hoping to do the same, by the way. Amazing. Um, so we will be a receiving house, we hope, for other productions and for things coming to this country. But when the people that you don't see in musicals are the people who are called swings. Um, now, swings are... A bit like an understudy, but what they do is they learn every single dance track in a musical so that if somebody drops out, gets injured or is hurt, they will know the whole musical and they're able then to step in to that particular role. That's incredible. Incredible. I didn't know that they were called swings. That's yeah, great. They're called I swings. love that. Yeah. I love because, that. And, and that comes from swinging in exactly. to, uh, to anything. There's a reason why they say the show must go on. Yeah, absolutely. It can't stop. It can't stop. We're (laughs) going to continue the conversation. The conversation here is not stopping. Uh, uh, We're going to keep going through uh, more of the programs that you have on offer and uh, what you're hoping to achieve with the amazing new Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. More to come after this. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. We're back with Peter Barlow, the executive director of the Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. Oh my goodness, so much is uh, going on there. We're incredibly excited for what's to come. Uh, they are going to be beginning their uh, programs this September, this coming academic year. Uh, Peter, we've been talking about uh, acting, we've been talking about musical theatre. Uh, there's so much uh, that goes into it. It's really incredible. Very comprehensive programs that you have running here uh, as well, your undergraduate uh, courses. Uh, let's talk a little bit about production. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another one which is uh, fantastic. Fantastic. It just really goes to show, you know, all of the different areas that someone could go into if they're passionate about the performing arts. Okay. Mm. Well, theatre, film, television, whatever you like to think about, doesn't happen without the people who are the technicians and the people who work backstage and the pe- people who help us create those worlds on stage or on film or on television. Um, they are as much part of the creative process uh, mm. as the as the people who are in in front of the camera or uh, on the stage, um, and they they're creative people. They they create the environments in which theatre and film and television happen. They mm-hmm. create um, all those um, you know the amazing kind of lighting designs, the set designs, and they bring that process to life. You know, and there are so many jobs. There are so many jobs backstage and in film and television as technicians. It's it's incredible. You know, if you have a main theatre production in the West End, you'll have a production manager, you'll have a stage manager, you'll have a lighting operator, a sound operator, sound designers, um, uh, technicians, people who are backstage making sure that the stage scenery all fits into place uh, and all happens at the right time. Uh, incredible uh, work that those people do and obviously they're highly skilled 
Yes, uh, it's phenomenal. You're talking uh, as well, costume designers to uh, yep. stage lighting, stage management. Absolutely. Uh, so much, you know. Yeah. So you're, uh, let's talk a little bit about the instructors who uh, you've got coming in. Uh, are these coming from the UK? Where are yeah. they coming from? Yeah, so our program leader from um, for production and technical skills, a lady called Jackie George, uh, and she's been working, uh, she's worked in, in many of the main drama schools in the UK as well mm. as being a professional production uh, manager. Um, and she's bringing in specialists to work with the students, you know, people who have worked all over the world in production management. She'll bring in, she's going to be bringing in lighting designers and set designers who will work with the, the students. We have the most amazing set construction um, uh, workshop where we'll be able to build sets uh, uh, using wood and metal mm. uh, we have a prop workshop and a paint frame and also as you said costume design workshop uh, where we'll, we'll make our own costumes or well the students will <laughs> uh, with uh, with people supervising and with uh, with teachers who will teach them how to do that and um, stage co- costumes are so intric- I- intricate, I think, is, um, you know, if you look at, well, Phantom of the Opera that's coming to, um, to Dubai Opera House. In the London production, I think I'm right in saying that some of the costumes uh, cost over £20,000. What's that? Um, over 100,000 dirhams. That's incredible. To make. Wow. Unbelievable. Single costume. A single costume. A single costume. That's incredible to, to think about that. You know, uh, we, we, we forget, you know, um, what goes into transforming these characters mm. and costumes are a central part of that. And, uh, you know, you, you have to have those designers who understand, you know, all of the technicalities in creating a beautiful, a beautiful uh, piece of clothing. Absolutely. That is going to yeah. say exactly what you want it to say on the stage. The, the design, the stitching, you know, the, oftentimes the beading, whatever it is, uh, there's so much that goes into that. They have to study history. They have to yep. study culture. They have to study the story that they're telling on the stage. They, um, you know, have to suit it to the character and to the actor who's playing. There is so much to think about. Absolutely. It's amazing. Now that's why you need a, a, a four-year course. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love it so much. Uh, you've also got a children's academy as well. Yeah. Between yeah. uh, for kids between the ages of four to nineteen, tell us a bit about okay. that. Well, uh, um, start them young. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the the performing arts and and drama, music, and uh, arts in any form are such an important part of children's education. Mm. Uh, and in fact, one of the most amazing things that's happening in this country, which is uh, for me. Uh, 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 an incredible vision is that they are making in the state schools uh, music, art and drama part of the central curriculum for those schools. Incredible innovation given that actually what's happening in the UK is the opposite. Mm. Is that they're cutting those um, uh, those courses. Um, So uh, coming back to our Children's Academy uh, we we're going to be offering dance classes. We're going to be offering acting classes and musical theatre classes for children who want to come and be involved in in the theatre in some way, uh, and to again to learn skills, use their imagination, and and pick up some uh, you know techniques. 
and it's great because this is where this is where the beginning is this is where we get people actively involved if they never go on and become performers it doesn't matter but they're actively involved and they understand the process of theater and they're going to be the audiences of the, of the future as well as hopefully some of them our future students. And you find that kids love theatre. They're just naturally drawn to it, naturally drawn to storytelling as well. Yeah, because kids have a vivid imagination. Exactly. And it's just, the great thing about it is, um, you know, getting them into something like that. It's before they're even aware of their inhibitions. When you, when you get older, you have those inhibitions. But if you start young, yeah. you forget about the whole idea of, of being afraid to be on a stage. Um, you know, and oftentimes uh, you see kids who might be introverted or shy or, you know, that they, they have trouble expressing themselves. If you put them in, you know, into a production on a stage, mm. it helps them so much. Well, I've seen that. Uh, I, I've seen young children transform. Yes. Children who've come into... Um, a class of shy, underconfident, uh, and become self-assured, confident uh, young adults who are then able to go and face the world. Mm-mm-mm. It's 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 a phenomenal process, yeah, really. uh, and something that I think. Obviously, <laughs> everybody should get involved in. Mm-hmm. You, a, a lot of parent, parents might be thinking, um, you know, this all sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure about investing in a four-year course where my child wants to become an yeah. actor. Um, you know, I'd rather they go and study law or uh, study medicine or become an engineer of some sort or whatever. It's like, you know, that would just be... A much more stable job. What would you say to parents of, of kids who might be, you know, incredibly creative and, and want to do this, but their parents might might be a bit hesitant about it? Okay. Mm. I I hope um, that all parents want their children to be happy, want their children to um, to to have a really positive and effective future. And in a in a way, I think that uh, sometimes because of our own aspirations and because of what we want for our children, we tend to be a little bit controlling and we tend to want to ensure that they have the, let's say, the, the security of um, long, a long-term job or, or something where there's, there's prestige attached yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, instead of allowing people perhaps the opportunity to test out some of those ideas and try out what it is that they think they might be good at. Mm. Not all children are academics. Not all children are um, engineers. Not all children are lawyers and doctors. Some children have that, let's say, aptitude, that talent for performance, that talent for creativity that needs to be nurtured and needs to be um, encouraged Mm. because... The creative and cultural industries in this world are so important uh, and they're growing. And it's not just about letting your children go into to become, you know, a performer or an actor, which you might think is 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 perhaps not particularly secure or whatever. It's about creating those citizens of the future who are going to have an influence and an effect Mm. on every aspect of the of society 
Yeah, they might go into politics. They might go into law. They might end up doing something else. Your investment will not be lost. Yeah. Because they will have a bedrock of discipline, skills, imagination, creativity. And those things lead to innovation and they lead to problem solving and they lead to people who also can work in a team, in a community, in, a, in an environment, in any environment. Mm. Uh, and uh, what I've seen with students in the past is that they can be put anywhere in the world and they will get on with people. And that's a really important um, part of any industry. Exactly. They're able to make things happen. But what a gift, you know, when somebody is talented, when they have that talent for being up on the stage, they come alive Absolutely. on the stage and can tell an incredible story that touches people all over the world. That's a gift, not only yeah. for that that person who's performing, but for the audience. Absolutely. And I, d I don't want to move away from our central theme, which is that we are training people to be professionals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, if those if those students who come into the academy work really really hard uh, and get to the top of the tree, then they're going to have uh, they're going to have a really successful life out there. Mm. Uh, and we want we want um, students who are going to be able to work internationally, and that's also the reason why we want to uh, why we're going to teach in English, is because those students then hopefully will have. Um, world opportunities so it stretches beyond the region and it stretches beyond the opportunities that are that are local and into perhaps um you know touring the world like uh, people who are in phantom of the opera or, or other shows mm. that, that go around um I, if you think about some you were talking about les miserables earlier on um i think there are now productions of that in in Beijing, in Australia, everywhere, in Korea, all over Hamilton the world. Hamilton is coming to Australia. Yeah, absolutely. In uh, 2021. Yeah. It's, it, it is incredible. There is a thirst for that, you yeah. know, to, for experiencing these uh, amazing performances. And uh, it, this is an industry that is only growing. Yeah. yeah. But there are worlds, that, you know, the worlds are opening up. Mm -hmm. And I've, um, uh, I've trained people from this region in the UK, you know, people who, who are now working um, all over the world. They're, there was a, a lady who was a, a student, Rania El Kurdi, who had her own show in Jordan. Um, famous actress there. Yeah, yeah. Who's now working back in the UK. And so she's an international artist. Phenomenal. She's, um, uh, and other people who, who uh, I've worked with who, you know, I've got actors in Aladdin and the West End who, um, again, have had an international career. We've got uh, questions coming in. Are, are the uh, admissions still open for this academic year? Um, they're technically closed, but please get your application in as soon as you can. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you haven't done it yet, if you're only just hearing about this now and you haven't done it yet, do it now ASAP uh, so they can uh, review that and get into it. But hopefully this will be opening up into master's degrees as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be doing summer camps, not, the, not this summer, but hopefully in the coming summer. Without doubt. Mm. Yes, um, certainly our, our plan is to be running master's programs in directing, choreography, set design, possibly lighting design. Yeah. Uh, and these will come on stream, you know, in a year or two's time. We'll also be running short courses for adults 
uh, and and as you say, summer camps. I have to ask you though, uh, forget all, uh, about all of that. Why do you want to become an actor in the first place? How did this start for you? <laughs> for me, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I I why did I want to become an actor? Because because um, I couldn't think of anything else to do. No, that sounds like a terrible <laughs> answer. No, uh, I think I've always uh, I always even as a as a child had um, had an interest in in performing yeah. and. Uh, and just loved that kind of process of storytelling using my imagination and eventually and you know we were talking about parents earlier on well my father tried to persuade me to go into the RAF so I did go and Royal do the Air Force. Um, yeah the, sorry the Royal Air Force yeah <laughs> um, so I did go and do their their training um, and failed miserably um, <laughs> and then they said oh well you can you can be a teacher so I went to teachers training college and left um, after I think a, a term and then I did lots of different jobs because I wanted to go to drama school and was determined to do that uh, so then two years later, I actually got into drama school after after doing lots of different things, which mm. was really exciting. Yeah, Amazing. And now, you know, incredible what you've done uh, in, in your uh, 30 years since. Uh, but for you, I want to ask you about the performance that has affected you the most. What one unforgettable performance that will always stay with you? Okay. Um, in 1976... I'm going back a bit. <laughs> I saw the first production of a of a musical called A Chorus Line uh, at the Theatre Royal Drury Lane. It had been they'd been performing this in the on Broadway in the States, and it's a show actually about um, it's a show about performers. Essentially, it's about ensemble performers in Broadway mm-hmm. musicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, dancers yeah. who would always be um, at the back, and it was, and it's a, about the audition process, about the chorus line, about how you, the process of auditioning for getting into the chorus line of a of a major musical, mm. and it had a really um, profound effect on me, I think, uh, because because of the passion that those performers brought to the stage and the way they told the story about the life of uh, uh, of a dancer and the struggles and uh, and how how they have to work so hard and how an injury can affect a dancer and how that can affect the rest of their life yeah is yeah there's a line in the show which is um what would you do if you can't dance anymore? And the director who's conducting the audition mm. asks the, uh, the, stu- the, the, the auditionees this question. Yeah. Some of them find it really difficult. Well, they can't answer it. Yeah. What would they do? Because it's in their bones. It's in their body. It's what they do. Exactly. It's their life. It means the world to them. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing is that... that I often say is, you know, people, people work, people um, work to live. In other words, they do a job, they earn money, they kind of, 
you know, that pays for their hobbies, their life, whatever. Mm. Um, I think it's the other way around for the performers. Mm. is because they live to work. They live for that work. It's what mm-hmm. keeps them alive. It's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Incredible. We, we are so excited to see the talent that's going to come out of the Sharjah Performing Arts Academy. And uh, we're excited that you are heading it, Peter Barlow. Uh, so thank you so much for today. It's been incredible. It's all right. uh, and I have no doubt that we will be doing more here on Life Beats with you and uh, exploring uh, the things that you get up to there. So thank you so much. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.